Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Hello and welcome to Ebtide Wellness, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, and today we are going to talk about where you might be watering concrete. And so you'll learn soon what I mean by this, but let's just get started thinking about this spring. So we're fully in spring now. Everything's coming up. Some of you might have even started your gardens. It's a little early for me, um, but I always do plant a really big veggie garden And some veggies do great, some veggies don't. But I love my vegetable garden. And a big part of doing this is knowing the proper sunlight you have in your yard, um, the the rodents. (laughs) So (laughs) I try to stay away from ones that the bunnies like because I have a lot of bunnies. And just knowing what's actually going to work for you is a big part of choosing what goes in your garden and what you're going to water. So in the spring, as things are beginning to grow and there's this whole new life taking place, we need to notice where we are watering, where we are putting our energy and what we are deciding to put our nourishing desires into. So the spring feels like a brand new chapter every year and particularly this year. I don't know, it just feels like all sorts of new beginnings. And so it's really important that you consciously decide where you're putting your energy for the things that are going to grow in the spring of your life. And so there's a quote that I love by T.D. Jakes, and I'm going to share this with you. It inspires our conversation today. He says, don't water things that are not meant to grow in your life. Water what works. Water what's good, what's right. Don't put energy into the past and stuff you can't fix. It's over. Leave it alone. You're coming into a season of greatness. If you water what's right here and ready, you will see harvest like you've never seen before. Don't waste water on dead issues, dead relationships, dead people, or a dead past. No matter how much you water concrete, You can't grow a garden. This quote for me hits home so hard, like right in the heart, because I can think of all the places where I put energy into things that are just done. And there's so many reasons we do that. There's so many reasons, whether it's just a sense of duty, obligation, guilt, shame, you don't want to be a failure. Um, we've got this really, really rigid notion in our heads that if things change or end, somehow that's wrong versus things just always change and end. (laughs) Um, Sometimes we've got really deep-seated emotional ties to things that don't let us release our energy from them even though they're done. It's really natural and normal for us to perseverate on the past on things that are over if we haven't found closure and mm, peace with those endings. So our energy is the most precious research we have. 
And the choice of where you put your time, your energy, attention of how you dedicate your life is the most important decision you can make. And many of us are making the decision to put our highly valuable energetics into things that will never happen or are done. We're watering concrete. No matter how much you water concrete, it will never be a garden. And so notice how you're feeling as I'm discussing this. For me me right now, even just talking about it, I can feel like a little bit of grief and sadness of like, yeah, there's some things that are done, you know? And usually you notice how we meet that. So as I'm talking about saying, hey, like stop putting energy into some things in your life, notice what's feeling, what's coming up for you in terms of feelings and whether there's resistance to that or um, storytelling that comes up. We need to meet mindfully how we are interacting with our current and how we're choosing our energetics And let's not do it anymore unconsciously. So when we come into the present, when we meet life mindfully, which includes being compassionate to ourselves, non-judgmental, which includes allowing things to come and go as they are, which includes being aware of our emotions, our thought patterns, our habits. When we meet our life mindfully in this way, we can see clearly where there's disappointments. And we meet this with compassion, but we also trust that that's okay. Things come and go. And we have a broader perspective. And we don't grasp things that aren't ours to hold anymore. If there's stuff we can't fix, we hold ourselves in the strength and wisdom to leave it alone. No matter how badly we want something, someone, some outcome, If it's not yours anymore or ever, if it's not responding, you can't fix it. And it's not your job to. So we need to see where we're pouring our water, our energy, into things that are concrete. Into things that are either done or will not ever be, will not thrive. And we need to know the difference between the process of challenge and working hard at something. I'm not saying if it doesn't come super easy and quickly that it's wrong and it's concrete. No. There's many of the most rewarding and amazing things come from deep dedication and purpose. That's not water and concrete because we can see the buds of it. We can feel the the nourishing, fertile soil that's there. We can notice the way it's coming up towards the light. The concrete just never changes. In fact, it's hard and we're banging our head against it. The water, when you water it, just gets bounced away. When we're watering the earth with something that's going to grow with our energy, the target takes it, the earth takes it, it receives it, it feels the flow of exchange of energy. If we're giving our energy to something that does not want it or cannot accept it or isn't ours, then the energy bounces right back, maybe even hits us in the face. (laughs) You can feel the difference. Things taking a while isn't concrete. Things taking some time and nurturing is okay and meaningful. But stuff that's just banging 
energy against it and met with resistance, and it's just not working or showing any progress, that's concrete. So I just want you to take a moment here, really be honest and compassionate with yourself, and say, where are you watering concrete? Just accepting that it's okay to feel something's over, to feel something's done, doesn't mean it's bad necessarily. It can hurt, can be disappointing, can be a little bit like great, but doesn't mean it's wrong. So is there a relationship that you're pouring your energy into? It can be personal or professional or you know, a friendship. There's many one-sided relationships where you feel you're just like, putting all your energy into this person and it's just not growing and some of us then put more energy and that's really not successful i have to be honest about relationships that will serve us i um (laughs) speaking of water was recently um seeing somebody who was really cool really got along great super awesome things were going really well but there was this detail where we lived across a large body of water from each other. And to get to see each other, you had to go over this like huge bridge. It's like four or five miles. It's not like a baby bridge. It's like a big bridge that causes people sometimes a lot of anxiety. And in this case, this particular person had panic attacks going over the bridge. And it was like the real deal, really couldn't get over the bridge. (laughs) just... (laughs) really a bummer right um so I you know was kind and did all the heavy lifting of driving his direction for some time until I realized he wasn't going to get over this and I was watering concrete I was putting my my energy my time into a relationship that was never going to flourish and grow because <laughs> it was not not going to happen if one of us couldn't get to the other person's side of the the water. So uh, it just had to be it had to be done, and that was okay. I kind of laughed to myself as I am and said, "This is watering concrete. Nothing's going to grow." And so sometimes things happen like that quickly or over years. You know, it's it's all different cycles, but be really honest with yourself about relationships that are you putting yourself more into it than is appropriate or will give back to you or is right for this time and circumstance. Same with your professional pursuits. I've had many career changes and it always sort of breaks my heart when I decide to shift Even though I know it's right and I know the next thing is where I want to be, things don't have to be bad for you to decide they're done. But we're so ingrained that something has to be wrong with something to move on. And so we kind of get into stories to demonize the past so that it's easier for us to leave it. But that doesn't have to be that way. Things can just be concrete for you. It can say, you know, I don't want to put my energy into this anymore. It's just not going to grow. I have got an idea of a garden. Your life is your garden. And do you want your life to be lush and fertile and full of beautiful things? Or do you want your life to be concrete? And again, 
being mindful that sometimes things do just go through cycles. We don't give up if a relationship or a job or a project just takes a bit of a downturn. We hold perspective of, well, let's see. If this is just a winter, you can water the ground in winter all day long too and nothing's going to grow. But in spring, it will. Notice the difference between winter and concrete. And hold space for that. And you know the difference. For it's, it's in your heart. Your heart. So whether the resistance to letting go, where that comes from, is a big indicator of whether it's concrete or just winter and whether it's really time if something's done. So we need to ask ourselves, why am I continuing to pour water on this concrete? So if something's done, if you have a feeling it can't be fixed, you know, it's, it's not working, you can ask yourself, well, why am I still pouring my energy into this? And many times it's just habit. You just sort of are going along in your life and you haven't noticed that you have a choice. We always have choices. And so maybe we're just out of habit going to the same job or out of habit having coffee with that person every Friday. We're just, it's unconscious. It's just something we do. But then we kind of open our eyes and breathe into the moment and feel that, wow, one day we feel this is done. And I have the choice to stop putting energy into it. So we just kind of wake up in the moment sometimes and stop living out of habits and notice our energy has been going somewhere. And we have a choice of maybe redirecting it. We also sometimes water concrete because of our thought patterns. Some of our thought patterns don't let us stop in a negative way, in a tough way that says, if you stop, you're a quitter, you're a failure, you'll let them down. If you don't keep doing this, it means it was a waste of time. I mean, our thoughts can keep us trapped in these prisons, watering concrete our whole lives. Your thoughts can be your captor that says, keep going and trying. It's your fault. Maybe someday. Or what else could there be? There are no gardens. It's all concrete. So notice if your thought patterns are keeping you banging your head against the wall for a project, a person, a place. Like you got to know when the thinking mind is keeping you on the wrong path. We do this by waking up and seeing our thoughts and saying, is that true? But most importantly, it's our emotions that keep us watering concrete, particularly, I think, in relationships. Or I guess, though, also in in professional and other pursuits, because usually we're afraid of something. We're afraid of what it means if we stop watering concrete. Well, then where will we find a garden? Even though it's concrete, it's the concrete you know. <laughs> Even if it's done, we're maybe scared of, but what else is there? And the emotions, too, of the grief and sadness that we have to face when people past things, relationships, issues, when they're done, we have to hold space for our, our grief, even if moving on is the right thing. So the emotions can be a huge contributor to why we keep water in concrete. And you can feel the difference of when something is just taking a longer time and needs more commitment from you and when you're 
attached, grasping, refusing to let go. One still feels easeful and in the flow and a, a force that you want to be in, a loving action, a creation. The other, when it's done, it feels tight and like you don't have a choice. For me, I can tell when it's time to move on, when something's done, when I just feel imprisoned by it, where it doesn't feel like I'm free to put my energy where I want, but it has to be this thing for whatever reason. And then you can explore that. So I want you to ask yourself where you're watering concrete why are you continuing to do that? And hold this in compassion. Notice the habits, the thoughts, the emotions. What comes up for you? Why are you putting your energy, attention, and time into something that's done? You can meet that with an understanding now. If it's thought patterns or an emotional place that needs healing, that's something you can work on. And then you'll be allowed from within to move on. And it's so important we do this, but we don't have infinite energy and resources. If we keep putting energy and time into something that's not going to grow, you're not going to have anything grow. You're going to be stuck in the past and not building your future. You're going to be tired from putting all that energy into something that isn't going to work so you don't have to put in something that might. If you're too scared to let go of something that's not working, well, then you're really going to miss out on something that will. If you're stuck in something else, if your energy is going to something that's done, new things can't grow. There's no space. And I know that there's something in your life that is just waiting for you to grow. It's like, please, it just needs the tiniest shred of attention and compassion and seeing just the slightest trust that, yes, I could make this garden grow and you'll have a great harvest. So if you weren't burdened by water and concrete, if you could take your energy, time, and resources to a new plot of land that was really ready to grow, what is that place for you? If you redirected your time, your energy, and attention to something that it's just, you just are hooked in it. You love it. It's drawing you. You don't have to know why. But what will grow if you give it your attention and resources. Not having a plan or knowing how, but just putting your energy and water there and trusting that the seed that's getting the water, it will know how to rise. The rest will come, but not without your energy and attention as the water. I want you to be brave. This spring is a new beginning. I want you to be awake and aware. Notice where you're a little seed sprouting towards the light. The light is drawing you and notice where you're drawn to. You don't bring the past into the spring, the dead leaves, all the, <laughs> the debris from last year's garden. You clean it up. 
and you get rid of it. And a lot of that can even be used as compost and things to nourish your future. But you don't keep watering the dead leaves or the dead plants. There's new ones that will grow, especially if you've taken the wisdom and nourishment from the past. So be brave this spring. Be aware of where things are done. Even if it's just a version of it, you can just kind of shift how you put your energy in. And be brave. Be brave like all those little seeds who are just going to take the cue of the water they receive from the rain and go towards that light and trust that they're going to blossom. But they won't if they stay stuck in the ground. So let's come into a meditation now to help us connect to where we're watering concrete and where we might have room to release so our garden can grow. Allowing yourself to close your eyes or lower your gaze, whatever is right for you in this situation. I just want you to take three deep breaths. The inhales bringing you into a place deep within. On the exhales, I want you to release everything that's done. Maybe you do it with a big tongue out sound, but really just take three cleansing breaths or in the exhales, you can release what's done. And then coming into just a natural breath and letting this breath bring you into center, bring you into this moment where you'll be able to Bear witness on what's happening for you right now. But first, let's just find our center by being interested in how it feels to breathe. Natural breath, allowing the breath in its wisdom to draw in what it needs and to release what's done. Feeling how the breath doesn't resist the exhale. Doesn't say, I don't want to get rid of this. It used to work for me. I put so much energy into it. No, the exhales of the breath just gracefully release what's done. And then there's space on the inhales to draw towards you what you need, what's new, what's here now for you. The breath comes into the present to acknowledge what's true, what's needed, and what can go. Let yourself just feel the anchoring, the rooting of the breath bring you into this moment. Receive and let go. I want you to come into the heart space now with your breath. Just feel if the heart has any sensations, energy, emotions 
that you'd like to hold in curious, compassionate awareness now. We're not trying to fix anything. We're just allowing the heart to speak. And we're just listening. The heart is stuck. If it's feeling tired, uninspired, then something that you're putting energy into is done. Where the heart is lighting up, is opening and available, that's where your garden will grow. Just hold space for the whole experience. We don't rush the process, letting go, grief, sadness. It needs to be held and allowed to flow through. And it can. As it moves, as it's acknowledged, accepted, then the light of the heart grows bigger because it has more space. And it directs your energy, your time, your water to something that will grow. You might not know the details, but the heart will direct you to the seed of it. Just rest in this heart space now and let it speak to you about where you can stop watering concrete and where you can put your energy into something you love. And as you're allowing this space of honesty and seeing, you might feel how the body changes, coming out of the tension that comes with putting energy into something that just hits back or doesn't receive or doesn't grow. The body gets tense, defensive, aggressive, as we simply open the heart to say, no more to that and more to this. How does the body change? Do the shoulders relax when responsibility is replaced with purpose? Can you breathe deeper when the weight of burden is released? Can the belly soften so you feel its hunger, its motivation? Allowing the back to lengthen out of tension. Arms can relax to receive. You're neither pushing away or holding too tight, but in the flow to receive where you are meant to put your energy. Allowing the legs to relax. No more marching on a forced path that's no longer yours, but find a lightness in the toes, in the feet, as you're on a path of purpose and love and flow. The body softening, the heart's opening, the mind might have some other ideas. The thinking mind is often where we resist, where the thoughts say, no, but you can't. 
and it tells stories about why not. And this thinking mind, it's just trying to keep you safe. And it thinks what you know is safe. It thinks concrete is safer than an unknown land. So notice if the thinking mind is telling you lies or spreading its doubts. And just let that light from the heart, the opening of body, sink into the thinking mind and say, there's other ways to consider. The light of the heart sharing with the mind where love can flow to, where it's worth taking a risk, where you trust that there will be a net to catch you. But watering dead things is no way to live. We don't have to convince the thinking mind. We just don't have to engage with it anymore. So the thinking mind can do whatever it wants, but we're not listening. We're holding space in the mental space for intuition, for wonder, for creation, all these things that come when we water our gardens that are meant to grow. And when we don't let the concrete thoughts dictate where the heart leads us. Allow the space of mind to open in relationship to heart and the aha moments of how it will happen, of what is coming will become clear. Holding yourself in freedom. You've got a valuable resource within you that is you, that is your energy. And you can direct it wherever, to whomever, however you desire. Stop watering concrete and let your energy flow with your love, with your life, with your purpose. And don't be afraid to let go. I'll close by repeating the quote by T.D. Jakes that we started with. Don't water things that are not meant to grow in your life. Water what works, what's good, what's right. Don't put energy into the past and stuff you can't fix. It's over. Leave it alone. You're coming into a season of greatness. If you water what's right here and ready, you will see harvests like you've never seen before. Stop wasting water on done issues, done relationships, done people, a done past. No matter how much you water concrete, you cannot grow a garden. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebb tide well.